Hello, welcome to Horror After Hours. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Alongside me, as always, is Bruce. Hello, from Swat and Flies Telling Lies podcast. So today, we're celebrating Father's Day. We're just kind of chilling by the campfire right now. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the hot dog buns because we both forgot them. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to talk about there, brother? Uh, no, uh, there wasn't a fucking horror movie called Father's Day, was there? I think there was some spoof movies like that. Oh, in Creepshow. Yes. There was Happy Father's Day Cake. Yes. I finally got my cake. Yeah. <laughs> was that episode two in it? Uh. Or was see. it episode one? I think it was the first one. Was the second one with Leslie Nielsen? Yeah. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. I could hold my breath <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> the next scene they show him. Yeah. <laughs> now what I liked about that, since we're talking about Creepshow, it kind of seems perfect. It blended with comics because when me and you got a little bit older in the 80s, we were told that there were actual horror comics back in the day, and then we saw the vampire horror comics in The Lost Boys. Yep. Um and then they made a resurgence in the 80s, so me and you were able to buy Tales from the Crypt comics. And you got me hooked into that one. Yeah, which, isn't that the Tales from the Crypt that they show in Creepshow? Or is it just titled Creepshow Comics? I think it was Creepshow. Which I liked, because they blended that perfect, because you would see a, the movie would start, but it was the comic book. And then it would you'd see the little comic blocks in each, and then the yeah. talk bubbles... The frames and yeah, yeah, and then it would then the movie would start and it's just like, oh, holy shit, this is cool. And then it would even the pages would flip and everything when they're telling a different story. Yeah, I like that. Yep, we need to go back to something like that for these horror movie anthologies nowadays. Yeah, which I gotta, I got to watch the first episode of the new Creep Show and I liked it. I just gotta, I gotta watch the rest now. Man, every one of those were excellent. They were, huh? Yeah, fucking a so. There's your recommendation on those. <laughs> if you haven't seen the TV show, Creep Show, you got to watch it because it was really a good show. I really liked, I even liked Creep Show Part 2. I didn't watch Creep Show 3 and that came out in like 06, right? Yeah, that was pretty awful. Now, actually, people, in 1989, Tales from the Dark Side, the movie came out and I was super excited. I went to it in the theater here and uh, Christian Slater was in lot 249. Yeah. That was the one with the mummy. With Steve Buscemi. Yep. Now, when you watch it, like, wait a second, I recognize the names, and it was from the Creepshow one, and then later on in life, we found out that was actually supposed to be Creepshow 3. See, that part, I didn't know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, I liked every one of the stories in Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Um, then it brought me back to watching Tales from the Dark Side, the TV show, and which I, I enjoyed. I still have every episode of that show. Yeah, you put it on my hard drive. Yep. I, um, I bought the DVD set and copied every one. I also got um, Tales from the Crypt from you. What you looking for, bro? My fire poker. It's right here, bro. You put them down. No, no, no. Oh. Sorry. We got... Uh, I got it. Adam found his shit. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful Sometimes day for a fucking uh, 
little fire pit that we got going on here. Get to have Father's Day lunch with you. We're going to have some hot dogs. Don't get any better than this, man. Yeah, last time we had the hot dogs and uh, me and you fucking ate every one of them. <laughs> yeah, we were both saying, hey, we'll have some leftovers for lunch. Cool. Yeah. And we finished the whole pack. <laughs> finished the whole fucking pack and then we... Uh, and then you broke out the, the the marshmallows, and it's just like, fuck, yes. <laughs> um, Little piece of heaven. So, to go uh, kind of go back, I guess, talk about, um, we don't have to talk about Creepshow, but I really liked uh, getting those, and it, they weren't all Tales from the Crypt comics either, right? I mean, that we eventually ended up finding at the collection agency. No, we actually found yours. Which was the uh, Vampires Everywhere and Destroy All Vampires. Mm -hmm. Those came from the Lost Boys. Yeah. Other yep. than that, it was a lot of um, Tales from the Crypt. And then came... Uh, I can't remember the name of it exactly. I think it was called Eerie. Okay, hold on. I'm just looking it up really quick, actually. There were some other ones, too. And that's when we really got hardcore into Fangoria. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, by then, we were balls deep in Fangoria, man. Yep. God. All the crazy shit we read and that stuff. Now, there's some documentaries I'm trying to find. And they're... they're oh, did your, uh, not to get too off subject here, but since you're talking documentaries. Okay. Did your Blu-ray come in? Of uh, You're So Cool, Brewster? No, not yet. It has been shipped, but it's not here yet. Oh, fuck, man. I cannot wait. wait. I cannot wait for that, man. When we finally get that in, we're going to do a episode on uh, Fright Night. Yeah. 1987, I believe? Uh, Actually, it came out before... It came out before uh, The Lost Boys, I believe. I think it was... 19, hold on, I'll look it up. I think it might have been 1986. Okay. But... That, when we finally do get that... 1985. Uh, okay. When we get that Blu-ray, we're going to do a very special episode and a deep dive on Fright Night. Uh, now, they're the original Fright Night and the original Fright Night Part 2. Then the remake of Fright Night, which is really awesome, by the way. And shockingly enough, the Fright Night Part 2 remake is almost as shitty as the original Fright Night Part 2. <laughs> they're equally <laughs> shitty. Part 2 is hard to watch, man. Uh... Now, given the kid that played, I say kid at the time, the kid that played Evil Ed was in prison, right? Yeah. So he wasn't, and I remember being so excited, like, holy shit, man, we heard, a, a quick quick tidbit, people, at the very end of Fright Night, we hear, you're so cool, Brewster. And he starts laughing. And I was like, holy shit, he didn't die! And he was like my favorite um, Evil Ed was. Uh, I actually used him as my profile picture on Facebook. Awesome. From time to time. <laughs> so I was like, Fright Night Part 2. Holy shit, they didn't show him in the preview, but I remember talking to you like, Evil Ed, and then he wasn't in there, and I was kind of like, that was like letting me down, you know? Yep, and then after that came out, then came uh, 976 Evil. Which he was in. Yep, which he was the main character. And he was a high schooler in that one, right? Yeah. What was crazy about that was um, it's kind of gross and good at the same time, if that makes sense. Like, you know what sticks out? He's like, can I enter the game with a pair of hearts? And he pulls out these two fucking human hearts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I 
And he's wearing sunglasses, right? Yeah, most of the movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. Now, he ended up calling actual 976 evil, and it kind of possessed him, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in a long time, but yeah. Yeah. We'll do another deep dive on that one, too. I didn't, uh, I don't think I cared for part two. I don't think I've ever actually seen part two. Now, to go on kind of more obscure horror movies, which is kind of why we're on this podcast, right? Yeah, and that's what I love to look for. Um, I think other bad sequels, me and you watched uh, 20, right before you moved into this house, right before you bought your house, uh... <laughs> Heidi ended up having to watch it with us because we put it on during dinner time. <laughs> but we put in, uh, was it Prom Night 3? The one where they're on the motorcycle doing a oh, wheelie? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, Prom Night 3, The Last Kiss or something like that. Yeah. Now, big <laughs> surprise here. I liked the poster. Big fucking shock, right? <laughs> Bruce is a big fan of movie posters, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you, you are correct. The Last Kiss. Um... Super cheesy post poster, but I still liked it. Guy had a fucking cheesy grin. And he was dressed like a greaser. Dressed like a greaser. And then, um, and Prom Night 2 wasn't bad, per se. It just wasn't Prom Night. <laughs> but, so we got the Prom Night 3, me and Adam put it on, and it's just like, holy fuck, this is bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the only movie that I did like in the Prom Night series was the original Prom Night with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's another remake that came out in 2008. And that one, it was pretty lackluster, but watchable. Yeah, so I watched it, it and um, it was... mm, It didn't have the essence of it. It had the essence of it, actually, because it was in high school. But it just turned out to be a teacher who was obsessed with the prom queen. Yeah. And it didn't make any sense. As was the case with most of these movies from the 2000s on. The remakes, like, let, let, let's talk about that. Like, actually, though, now this is kind of a hard watch because the original one was a hard watch. And the remake was a hard watch. Came out in 2010. I spit on your grave. Okay, yeah. And it's just, uh, it's fucking tough watch, man. The original was, a, it was known for, to be banned in most countries around the world. Yeah. Because it had the the longest rape scene in history. Yeah. There's nothing to be celebrated because that movie yeah. was truly disturbing. Yeah. And let's stay in that era. Last House on the Left is pretty fucking hard, man. <laughs> yeah. Also, another tough watch. Now... This one was done by Wes Craven. Which, who we love. Yes. Um, now, that one right there, that had an X rating. And then, um, instead of going back and keep cutting shit out, because that's not what he wanted to do, <laughs> one of his editors took an R rating from a different movie and taped it on. To the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) See, something I didn't know. Isn't that crazy? I love that you know these facts that I don't know. Yeah, it's just odd shit I know, man. (laughs) So I thought that was interesting. Once I heard about that, I was like, holy shit, that's some intuitive thinking, man. No shit, man. Um, 
Now, another fun one to watch, actually, from... I guess it's not the original slasher flick. I don't know. Maybe some people think it is. Other people think it's Psycho. But the original, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 1972. Still scares me. I watch it every October. Um, put it on. It's still disturbing in such a great way. Yeah. And I've actually talked about this a little bit on your podcast. Yeah. And what makes this movie so special is that you are really getting a, a deep glimpse into pure insanity. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I've definitely felt like Leatherface fucking at the end of the movie where he's screaming, running the fucking chainsaw, spinning. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, check that movie out. There's, um... If you have never seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, then fucking shame on you. Watch it, too. It's, it was on Netflix. Um, part two's on Amazon Prime now. Part what, two was never actually meant to be taken seriously because part two was meant to be a parody. Yes. <laughs> and it's more comedy than horror. And it that really made it a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. So, and it, it all starts off with... Um, Radio DJ. <laughs> and that was... Oh, what was her name? She played Stretch. Yeah. Played by Caroline something. Uh, damn, I can't remember her name. What made it even better, too, was the poster for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> the Breakfast Club knockoff, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I never knew. <laughs> Not until that uh, documentary we watched. Yeah, and that was awesome, man. <laughs> I still laugh every time. I, I point that out to Maya almost instantly. <laughs> awesome. Sweet. Wow. We got some... Uh, What's that? Huh? We got some Father's Day treats here. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. What is this? Cookie crumble and s'mores. Is that a shake? Frappuccino. Oh, never had a frappuccino ever. Well, which one do you prefer? <laughs> S'mores or... Don't matter to you? Yeah. Oops. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, we just got a surprise gift. That was awesome. Sweet, thank you. Um. Yeah, so I remember pointing that out to Maya. And I think it was actually the lady from... Which movie I texted you about this week that I want to do is uh, Sleepaway Camp. I think she was the one. She was in a horror documentary talking about how that was never supposed to be a serious movie. If you just looked at the movie poster, you would see it was exactly like the <laughs> Breakfast Club poster. Yep. <laughs> and I believe you're talking about Felissa Rose, right? Yes. I follow her on Twitter. And she is awesome. Mm -hmm. She did the original Sleepaway Camp. And part three, right? Mm-hmm. And she's really nice to her fans on Twitter, too. It's awesome. Yeah, that makes her a very likable person. She, um, like, I, I, I people post a picture with her that when they met her at the horror convention, she'll retweet it with, like, a nice little note. <laughs> now, I've seen a couple of documentaries with her in it. Mm -hmm. And she talked about when they were making the movie that they never told her that the end scene was going to be what it was. <laughs> <laughs> They never said anything about it. They just had her do these poses and stuff. Yeah. And they added everything else in pre-production or uh, post-production. Post-production, yeah. yeah. 
And she said it was a shock to her when she saw the movie. <laughs> so what? Her, so her face was like our face? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like her, the way her face is at the end. Yeah. It's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie. To say the least. Oh, man. There Good. are some really sick things happening in this movie. Yeah. No. Like, when you put... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, you remember the the head cook in that movie? Oh, yeah. He was talking about uh, molesting the kids. Oh, that's right. And he was all kinds of for it. And I was like, oh, my God, what a sick motherfucker. Man. Yeah. The other staff were just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, me and you were at Varsity Services. Man. Never been there. Yeah. <laughs> Sleepaway Camp 2 came out. That was Unhappy Campers. Yeah, well, me and you were looking for a Saturday afternoon movie, <laughs> and on the cover was a beautiful woman, had the backpack on, Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers, but what she had on her backpack caught her eye. That was the hockey mask yeah. and the Freddy glove. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit. And she had this real sinister grin looking backward. It's like. They're going to fucking be in this movie. And we <laughs> rented it, and obviously they weren't in it. We fell for it hook, line, and sphincter. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, though. I mean, we enjoyed <laughs> the movie for what it was, but at the end we're, like, disappointed and underwhelmed because... Well, not totally, because they had some really interesting kills in this movie. Well, I just meant because it, they implied Freddie and Jason yeah. were going to be in it. <laughs> I'm totally with you on that. But they had... The one kill in that movie that really stands out for me... Yeah. ...was when she... Threw the girl in the fucking outhouse toilet. Oh, that was disgusting. <laughs> she drowned her in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that was horrible. <laughs> Creativity, if nothing else, right? Oh. She stuffed the woman in the... Uh, Let's see what year that came out. Into the... Uh, what do you call that? The latrine. Head first. <laughs> and then you see the girl popping up out of there. She's got the toilet seat ring around her head and everything. Screaming and yeah, <laughs> nineteen eighty-eight. Yep. And then uh, <laughs> the killer takes a a fucking stick or something. She keeps shoving the girl back down into the fucking swamp. That <laughs> <laughs> was so horrible. Uh, some uh, things just stick with you, huh? Yeah, that one really stands out. And that's just oh god. Gives me the shivers when I think about that one. <laughs> That's funny, though. Like you said, creativity, man. If you're not going to have a good storyline, give us good kills. And Like I said, I was just underwhelmed because they implied Freddie and Jason. Yeah. Totally with you on that one, man. Which we should eventually go into those movies. Do, do, the, do each movie to the final one before they cross in Freddie vs. Jason. Yeah. Which I remember being totally excited about in 03, <laughs> 17 years ago. Um, I've got mixed feelings on the Freddy vs. Jason. What do you think of it? Mixed, too. I mean, you go back and it's kind of like shit, man. <laughs> See, we are longtime fans of each of these uh, movie series. Yeah. And you, you take and you mash them together. This is like the Super Bowl of yeah. horror movies. Yeah. And we think it's going to be this... You know, like it's going to hit the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it fell a little short. Just a little bit. 
we'll get into a deeper dive on that one eventually. But um, what did you think of the 03 remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel? Uh, I'm gonna be honest and say I didn't like it. Yeah. I mean, I like Jessica Biel, fantastic actress. Mm-hmm. I thought the movie itself sucked. Yeah. I didn't really care for the Leatherface in this one. Yeah. Um, the acting was really good. Mm-hmm. The effects were really good, but the movie, the story sucked. It just didn't hold hold it together, huh? Yeah, it just it didn't didn't do it for me. Yeah. Now the remake of Friday the 13th 2009 that's right down there with the remake of the evil dead for me oh it is huh I've watched it only a handful of times I watched it when it came out enjoyed parts of it but but yeah just like everything else nowadays it's all meant to be this fast paced and there's no actual storytelling anymore yeah um things really get lost in the translation that's true. There's no build-up to anything. It's just something happened. A jump scare. Something else happened. Jump scare. Yeah. And it's just this constant bash you over the head with crap that doesn't make sense. Now, where do you sit on him getting his hockey mask and how he comes across it in that one? Hmm. Really? thought that was kind of a stupid way to do it. Yeah. I thought it was just a shit movie, but... Yeah. I really like the actors in that one, though. Yeah. Now, yeah. unfortunately, with uh, that, what the hell was it? I think it was the Ring remake that came out this past year. Rings? Rings. Yeah. How badly that one did, that killed another reboot of Friday the 13th that was getting ready to get filmed. And look how many times they've attempted to reboot mm-hmm. Friday the 13th. After that, that last one flopped so bad. And it did flop. Mm-hmm. Um, they have tried to reboot that at least six times that I can recall. You know, it's crazy, too. So in 20, 2009, we get that. Yeah. March of 2010, we got the reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street. And somewhere in that mix, too, was also a remake of uh, My Bloody Valentine, which was 2009, I believe. Yep, it was. And that one wasn't too bad. I'm a, I'll be honest. It was a totally different... Sorry, I'm just going to Google that one really quickly here. It was a totally different telling of the original story, which I can respect. They weren't doing a shot-by-shot remake. They weren't doing uh, their own version. I mean, they did their own version. Don't get me wrong. But it wasn't the same old shit. It was just different. Yeah, it was very different. The original movie was great, though, however. That one had the atmosphere. It had the build-up. It had the story. And that that's the nostalgia that we're missing. That one, the version we saw as kids was very censored. Yeah. And the one I have now, I had to buy the Blu-ray and copy that. But yeah, that's the one we have now. It's totally uncut, uncensored, and it's just an awesome movie. Yeah, the remake was in 09. And I don't mind watching that one. I'll watch it every now and then. But they've taken so many of 
the classics that we grew up with and remade them. Kind Night of, of the, just Night of the Demons was another flop. And then some, right? So, then they just started, they put out The Lost Boys, The Tribe, and The Lost Boys, The Thirst, right? Yep. And then, I remember in 2011, renting Fright Night, the remake, and I was like, okay, I like, I like Colin Farrell, I'm going to give it a shot. And they got McLovin to play Evil Ed, um, and rented it. And watched it, and was just like, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I I can dig that. And then, Fright Night Part Two remake came out, and I was just like, man, this looks like it's gonna be as bad as the fucking first remake or first Part Two. <laughs> and I was right because they ignored everything that happened in Part One. Different actors went a totally different direction. Yeah, and it's just like, fuck, man. You're going to do that? Give us the money to remake it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure we can throw darts on a board and come up with something a little better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, what else? oh, they also remade The Hills Have Eyes. Okay, now, these remakes, I actually can get behind these ones. These ones are actually really well done. I think uh, that was also, um, we just said his name, the director, Wes Craven. Well, didn't he do the the original one? He did the original. Okay. And he kind of presented this one. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So he was kind of like the remake of The Fog, which was a total fucking bomb. <laughs> yeah. That, that did suck. That was a horrible movie. Yeah. Now, when they put that one out, they said John Carpenter Presents. However, they took his fantastic story, which was a rated R movie. Mm-hmm. And turn it into a PG-13 and just totally pissed on it. Another remake that came out that year, The House of Wax. Oh, yeah. Paris Hilton. What did you think <laughs> of that movie? It was okay. Exactly that, just kind of nothing? Yeah. I'm kind of meh. Yeah. <laughs> That's one that also just didn't quite do it for me. Didn't sit well? It was okay to watch but it really didn't have anything special about it yeah you're right <clears throat> that was another one though another remake that came out <laughs> yeah there were a lot of them there was a long list of fucking reboots over the yeah. that 10 year period of the classics yeah which they didn't need to do yeah nobody had an original thought in their head yeah or an original idea for a movie it was just the same shit. Drone. I'll handle yeah. a little bit. A little bit. Everything was repackaged, and it was just... Like, not good? Yeah. Not. You did it good. wrong. <laughs> not good? It was real not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that, man. A lot of these reboots, I I just don't care for. be easier to name one that you like. Hills Have Eyes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Halloween. Yeah, second one kind of went off the tracks, huh? Yeah, it did. But the first, first remake was good. I like that because they show us a different how he became. Yeah, which a lot of people are mad about because like, oh, he's just a figure. I'm like, okay, I get that. But it's actually a really good remake. Yeah, and that's actually one I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I will never knock that movie. Yeah, 
part two, I will. <laughs> part two, they went the Jason Voorhees route. That was... <laughs> not good. <laughs> not nearly as good as the first one. Kind of... Uh, Bag over the head, punch in the face. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think of a movie I'd actually like to see remade, but I hate shit being remade, you know? <laughs> I'm with you, man. Yeah. Like, if they're like, hey, man, you and Adam get to pick the next horror remake, what would it be? Okay, for me, I want to see a remake of... They did a movie back in 08. Okay. Off of a book that I really enjoyed by Brian Keene. Okay. And the movie was called Ghoul. Okay. But it was done by the Chiller Channel, and they completely changed the story. They took the uh, creature of the ghoul and turned it into this disgruntled worker who went underground. And it just wasn't scary. It wasn't didn't have the same feel as the actual story. Yeah. Now, the story, the novel was freaking fantastic. Okay. Amazing, amazing book. Now uh, you put that movie up next to it, and you're just like, man, this has nothing to do with it. It always goes, the smoke follows you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I asked uh, Brian Keene himself, what did he think of it? And he's like, well, it was done. And that was it? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I asked him, is there going to be any kind of a remake anytime soon? Because they totally butchered the, the story. What do you say? It's like, well, not any time that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a major, major fan of Brian Keene. I've read all of his books. I don't think there's been one that I didn't like. <laughs> Smoke's getting a little thick here. Oh. <laughs> man, I've taken it to the eyes like Dennis Jameson, man. <laughs> oh, I'm all teary-eyed. <laughs> My eyes are stuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, could you hold that? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh. Took it across the eyes. <laughs> Come on, just rub it in. <laughs> just blink, you'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'd want. Maybe one of the classic monster ones like they're still trying to do, you know? Now, I would like to see all of those redone because I kind of like where they're going with the... Uh, or the Dracula, the Mummy, the Wolfman. I'd say I probably want, essentially, a grown-up Monster Squad type thing, you know? Yeah. That way you're not going too far in to the beginnings of each. Bring back the original cast. Yeah. Because then people get bored when it's an entire reboot and you got to go through everything, how they became. Yeah, you got to go through the whole origin once again. Yeah. I think we've seen enough of that with Batman and Spider-Man and Superman. Yeah. Now, a a remake of the Monster Squad, I could totally get behind that. Yeah. Depending, I, maybe if they, I don't know, what did you think of when we went to uh, the Predator? Because that was Shane Black. That was his, he did the original. I actually liked it. Yeah, it was good. It was kind of like watching the latest uh, Terminator movie. Yeah, you enjoyed it too? Yeah. I did too. Because Genesis was absolutely horrible. <sighs> Genesis was terrible. <laughs> yeah. 
that was all excited for that one. And I saw it. I was like, "What the fuck was that shit, man?" Yeah, they made uh, they made Kyle Reese an action star when he never was. <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly. He was just kind of thrust upon it because that's what he was born into. <laughs> yep. Which they kind of did, but it was just like not, <laughs> you know. And they took John Connor and turned him heel. That went over about as well as Stone Cold turning heel in 01 at WrestleMania. <laughs> Didn't work so well. <laughs> nope. Got booed for a reason, folks. So the latest Terminator movie, what was this one called? Dark Feet. Dark Feet. Yeah, this one was actually a step back in the right direction after they screwed up with Genesis. And people were still pissed off. <laughs> hey, I, went, I, I yeah. enjoyed Dark Feet. Yeah, I went to it in the theater, actually, and really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really liked it. I mean, it wasn't anywhere like the original, but nothing ever is. Yeah, it's the first thing ever like that, you know? Yep. That, that original scared the shit out of me when I first time I watched it. The Unstoppable Machine. God. And it was just uh, the theme music. Yeah, it was really well done. Which um, was a lot like um, John Carpenter. James Cameron did that. Mm-hmm. Which they both came up with classic, like he used a synthesizer and what did they use for the Michael Myers theme? Same thing. Synthesizer? Yep. That's pretty badass. And if you actually look at all of Carpenter's music, it all was done with synthesizers. Uh, you go back as far as um, Assault on Precinct 13. The original was good. What do you think of that? Now there's another remake that we watched in 05. I hated the remake. Yeah, it wasn't that good. <laughs> I just absolutely did not like it. The original was awesome. Yeah. Yet another remake shoved down our throat. <laughs> yeah. And it's taken all these classics, mm -hmm. repackaging, rebooting, whatever you want to call it. Just call it whatever you want. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Again, you know, there was no actual storytelling. It was just one slap in the face after another. Yeah. Everything is a, a rush job nowadays. Yeah, and that definitely was one. Yep. Had and a it, good actor in it, but Jesus, crap movie. Yeah. God, what else? That's a lot of remakes, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, we started off talking creep show, and then. <laughs> and we got into anthologies. Yeah. Which I actually like anthologies. <laughs> there's a lot of good ones out there, but there's a lot of bad ones out there. Ain't that the truth? Thank you, sir. Having fucking little kid issues here, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Mm -hmm. Where are we at? Yeah, lots of time. Yeah, I was just enjoying the good weather. Enjoying Father's Day. Yeah. Nice hot dog. <laughs> nice warm fire. Yeah, holy shit. Lots of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, we were talking about remakes. That remake of The Wolfman was surprisingly really well done. By the time it came out, I didn't even give it a chance. I just added it to my list, though. It to was watch. actually really a cool movie. Benicio Del Toro? Yep. I like him. He's a good actor. And then you also got... Uh, 
What's the old guy's name again? Anthony. Oh, Anthony Hopkins. There you go. Perfect. He was in that one. Really made the movie. Nice. The movie was just badass. Now, the one I'd like to see them redo, mm -hmm. or update anyway, mm -hmm. excuse me, The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Hmm. I want to see a, a new Gilman movie. They did one a couple of years ago. They couldn't call it that, though. Um, what's that director's name? He directed uh, Blade Part Two. I don't remember the director. Guillermo. Oh, Guillermo del Toro. Mm -hmm. The Shape of Water. Oh, that was. Mm-hmm. Okay, I haven't actually seen that one. Mm-hmm. Shame on me. Well, they didn't say it was, but they just couldn't get the creature. You know. Yeah. The. The rights for the mm -hmm. creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Now, if you watch the original, that one, to this day, is still awesome. Man. Mm -hmm. Had a really good story, good actors, and it's fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Except for the, uh, <laughs> what did they call that? The, the, the scoring of the, <laughs> the movie. It just gets repetitive. Mm -hmm. However, the rest of the movie is awesome. So, you look at the times that. They were making this movie, 1956, mm -hmm. and they have this full-bodied costume mm -hmm. where the guy had to be underwater for an hour at a time, and he was able to do it in the suit, which was pretty innovative at its time. Yeah. I believe they talked about the first rebreather there. Yeah. But yeah, the movie's pretty cool, man. That's one of my all-time favorites. He's called Gilman in Monster Squad, right? Yep. <laughs> it's hard to believe that nobody can get the rights to the creature. Universal, right? Yep. But they're rebooting these. They got Dracula, the mummy, the wolfman. Have they done a Frankenstein? Hi, Frankenstein. That was... Part of that series? No, but that was a Frankenstein movie. <laughs> that one was kind of a hard watch. Mm hmm. Good actors, but bad movie. Mm hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but there's been a lot of a lot of strange shit out there. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. And I talk about this one all the time was the remake of The Fog. Mm -hmm. How much I absolutely hate that one. Yeah. That movie is a complete piece of garbage. Yeah. Good actors are not. The story <laughs> sucked. Yeah. <laughs> that right there is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> they rushed it. And yeah. they didn't try to develop anything. They didn't try to develop the characters. It was just one action scene, one jump scare, action, jump scare, action, jump scare. And it just went on like that. It was repetitive. It was garbage. And... It was also PG-13, so there was no real violence in the movie. <clears throat> Original is awesome. I mean, it's classic. <laughs> Nobody will ever touch that one. No. Wish they got shirts for those movie, you know. I'm on Fright Rags and... Oh, you are too, huh? Rotten Cotton. Yeah, yeah. And Terror Tees all the time. <laughs> You're looking at the same thing? We're looking at the same things. <laughs> oh. Great minds. Think alike. Oh, Yeah. 
I get that too. I remember when I used to go to Studio Max, they were, they were saying something. You know, on Vendela was like, oh, nice shirt. Get it for Christmas. And yeah, my best friend got it for me. used to scream. Oh, yeah. Scream shirt. And then um, she, she was saying something. I said, man, I come to realize I'm buying all the shit that I couldn't get when I was a kid. <laughs> it's like, you, first thing you see in my condo is my theatrical release poster of The Lost Boys. <laughs> you know? Yep. My daughter got me an awesome Santa, Clar- Santa Carla Lost Boys t-shirt. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, I got a bunch of comic book t-shirts. <laughs> Had a Freddie and Jason t-shirt. Just, Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Those were... We talked about that earlier. Those are nostalgic times for us both. Yeah. Gets me every time. <laughs> Hell of a drug. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like adrenaline sometimes. You get hooked. Yeah. <sighs> I think I'm going to have another one too. I'm starving. No, no, go ahead. There's another... Another stick right here. Guess we can scoot these a little closer. Huh? No, man. <laughs> Actually, I think I gotta use the restroom really quick, bro. All right. We can take a little pause with the cuz. Yeah. We got a good. Because we can end it there too. We got a good episode there for you. Yeah. What do we have? 30? 40. Nice. Well, it's been fun, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Father's Day. I gotta go pee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Horror After Hour signing off. Bye. Hello, this is the Naughty Guy, Adam J. Keep listening to Horror After Hours with the Naughty Guy. As my friends and I, we discuss some of our favorite movies and some of our favorite novels. Bear Crossing, Bed and Breakfast. We have a beautiful view which overlooks downtown Ketchikan. You can find us on the Airbnb app or on Facebook. You can contact us through either of these apps for any information. Skyler's Table offers cafeteria-style dining, fresh soups and salads, and paninis. And all of his meats are roasted fresh daily. If you're looking for great food, great prices, and even better company, come to Skyler's Table, a place for, visit- for visitors. Uh, podcast swatting flies telling lies if you like a fun crazy podcast with loads of information that you didn't know you need give this one a listen bruce's show is always a lot of fun you never know what he's gonna say next and i'm always tuning in to find out next i got lazy mountain brewing company located in palmer alaska owned by neil and sarah gotchel they're providing quality craft beers with crisp, clean flavor. Look for crazy, or I'm sorry, look for Lazy Mountain Brewing Company on Facebook. You will also find their beers all around the Anchorage area. They're just good, honest beers. That's again, Lazy Mountain Brewing Company. Also look for my friend Danny's podcast. That's Hinterlands Media, where he discusses current topics and conspiracies. And also look for his new podcast called Hinterland Storytime. This should be a lot of fun. This is where he discusses his favorite fantasy, sci-fi novels, movies, and games. This really should be a lot of fun. Danny's a lot of fun, so give both his shows a listen. I know I will. And finally, The Naughty Guy. I finally have a Facebook page. 
check it out. Give me a like and a follow to see all of my latest network. You can find my network in a few of the local stores around Ketchikan. You look for Maiden Voyage, Scanlon Gallery, and also the, the Alaska Outpost. Tell them the naughty guy sent you. Thanks a lot, folks. Keep listening.